Stay in your lane. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. Stay in your lane. Just do what you do. Don't worry about there's so many amazing people in the world. You know, don't compare yourself. Trust in what you do and stay in your lane. Welcome to Season 3 of Spotlight, focusing on alumni working in the arts as emerging artists. Join us as we find out what Casper graduates of years gone by are up to in our Where Are They Now series. Today's alumni is Jacinta Golisano, also known as Cinta in the professional arena. She's a triple threat performer who began singing at a very young age with her determination and passion for performing, driving her from the very beginning until now. She's a graduate of Aquinas College, Menai, and Brent Street full-time course. Jacinta's appeared on national television shows such as The X Factor Australia in 2013, finishing as a semi-finalist in one of the top four acts in the country and as a solo artist on The Voice Australia in 2018, where she impressed Australia and the superstar coaches Boy George, Kelly Rowland, Delta Goodrum and Joe Jonas, with all her versatility and professionalism in the top 12 live finals. By day, Jacinta shares her wisdom, vocal knowledge and experience with students all over Sydney as a vocal teacher and is a highly sought-after performer at various locations across the country. You've been really quite busy since we saw you last. So welcome to our Spotlight podcast, Jacinta. Thank you for having me. It's great great to be back. So great to see you. Just to start us off, can you tell us a little bit about the school years when you were involved in the CASPA program? Yes. So I I think I started CASPA in 2004. Um, we did, it was kind of like a tour going around to all the different theatres. Spud Murphy composed this performance. We were a short, a small little ensemble. And I don't remember what the song was called. I remember how it sounded. Imagination, though. was it? Yes. Yeah. Why don't your child spinning around and having fun. That one. That's great. What I loved good memory. It. <laughs> I could probably sing it all because it was so drilled in my mind. I love that. That was my first year with Casper. And then I think I did it all the way up until 2009. Because, yeah, then after that, I went to Aquinas up until year 10. And then I went to the performing arts high school. So I did Casper for as long as I could possibly do it for until I moved to a different school. And a few other experiences you were just telling me about as well with overseas programs and things, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then I think in 2006, I went to America with Casper and John Berland and we did a little bit of a a tour around America, which was an amazing opportunity, singing at conferences in different states in America and uh, was part of the World Youth Day. Disneyland while I was in America. (laughs) We had a moment in Disneyland and also the huge um, Entertaining Angels, the huge performance at the Entertainment Centre. That was... That was a huge highlight for me. good memories. Yeah. So can you tell us where you think that your love of singing and dancing and acting really began and perhaps share some of your earliest memories engaging in the performing arts? Yeah, so I always knew that I was probably born to be a little bit of a performer. I love, (laughs) like... I do thrive off attention. Um, (laughs) So when I was a kid, you know, we've got baby videos of, you know, my mum was trying to film my brother taking his first steps and I'm like jumping across the screen like, hello, (laughs) look at me. Oh, look at me. Do you like me? I'm modelling up to the camera, you know. So I always knew that I had that in me. I have this vivid memory of when I asked my mum that I wanted to start singing. I was in my bedroom singing along to a So Fresh song with my hairbrush 
<laughs> and I'm thinking, hey, I'm pretty good at this, I think. You know, I was seven. And I went downstairs and I was like, uh, Mum, I want to start singing lessons. She's like, all right, like found somewhere for me. And then that was that. Started dancing earlier. Started dancing when I was three. And again, just loved the stage. Loved feeding off the audience and their energy. That's great. Um, and how good that, that um, you had such great support from home too. Yeah, yeah. No, they were great. Anything that I wanted to do, they were all for it. So I'm, I'm lucky. Which leads me to the next one, really. What a segue. So, <laughs> <laughs> we know that sometimes a career in the arts can be sometimes challenging, mm-hmm. but of course, you know, highly rewarding as well. So what really drove you and even continues to motivate you to pursue this career? Oh, yeah, that's a hard question because it is very hard. It's a hard industry. And especially in this day and age or this year at the moment, last year with COVID and everything, it was a huge hit for our industry. Mm. But I think what does drive me is the feeling that you get when you perform. It's unmatched. Like seeing the audience love what you're doing and being able to make someone happy and make someone want to dance and move their body and enjoy what you're doing is the best feeling ever. Obviously, money is great too. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's more, it's a, it's a passion for seeing how much everybody else is enjoying it. Could you remember any particular ensemble groups or performances where you actually mentioned a couple yeah. earlier on that you're involved in that you really found particularly memorable? Yeah. So is there anything else that kind of stands out for you? Well, yeah, I definitely would say Entertaining Angels was up there. It was like the biggest show that I think any of us had ever done. It was huge and there was so many people there and just the huge set and everything about it. It was just drama and we loved that. I sang Let's Get Loud and it's still one of my favourite songs to sing, (laughs) like pull out at a gig. People say that it reminds them of me. Um, I don't know if it's people that I've, you know, come into contact with through Casper or things (laughs) like that, but that is a huge highlight Obviously, America, so many memories from America and good friends that were in the ensemble that I'm still close, super close with today. That's nice too, isn't it? Yeah. Just those friendships that you've actually formed throughout that process. That's wonderful. Yeah. I'd say they're probably my biggest highlights. Yeah, those two are really, really up there. So what would be some of your greatest learnings, let's say, in in performing arts at a school kind of level? Mm. Like, What kind of things did you learn I feel like you you learn a lot of discipline. You know, you have to be you have to be alert and you have to be ready to go on and you have to be on time and punctual. Like you learn a lot of things that set you up for not just performing arts but for life. Mm, life skills. Yeah, yeah you learn yeah. a lot of life skills through performing arts, you know. Mm. And obviously you just you learn how to entertain a crowd, you crowd you learn how to have proper stage presence. Because, yeah, when I started, I wasn't as confident, you know, as I am now. I was young. But, yeah, doing performing arts at school is so important. And I think that every school should have a strong performing arts. Mm. It's interesting that you talk about confidence too because I think that that certainly is something that you need to to develop, don't you, as a performer, a a confidence in yourself. Yeah, and if you're not having the avenues to be able to perform on stage, like it's all well and good to just go to singing lessons or to any kind of classes and just perform for your teacher – but if you're not able to get up on stage and actually put it into practice, you're not going to get that improvement. That's why when I teach my students, I'm always trying to organise a singing night for them at the end of each term or in the, you know, at least twice a year so that they can get up there, they can learn how to you know, harness their nerves and all those things and so that their parents can see you know, how they're improving. And it just makes them so much better. It takes them out of their shell. Like 
slowly, slowly develop this confidence and mm. then, you know, paired with the fact that they're going on stage and they're being able to perform and feel what it's like. It's just, yeah, you need to have an avenue to perform. Yeah, it's fantastic. It, yeah. You discover yourself, don't you? Yeah. That's a great example, actually. And here's a really tricky one. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is your greatest achievement since leaving school? I mean, it's hard to go past the television shows that I've been able to get on. Mm. You know, there's so many people that audition for those shows and I'm so grateful that I was able to get on not one but two. The experience that you get from being on those shows, especially with knowing how to deal with your own emotions and your own mentality, especially the voice for me, it was really big to go for me to go on another TV show because the X Factor, I had done so well as part of a group. It was um, a show formed. So mm. I did audition by myself and we got put together in the group and it was amazing. You know, I don't know if I could have done it by myself at that time. I loved having the support of other people mm. and not feeling the, the sole pressure. So then when I did do The Voice, I did feel a lot of pressure. I thought, you know, I have to do well on this because if I don't, people are going to think, oh, she's not good enough to do it on her own. She can only be a part of a group. And so I put a lot of pressure on myself doing that show. But in doing it, it helped me so much. There were a couple of performances that I let my nerves get the better of me. And I, you know, my voice was wavy, cracking, you know, it wasn't amazing. And then there was one performance where I can remember it so vividly. The lights were coming down and we're about to start. And I felt those nerves like about to begin. I'm like, oh my God, they're about to take over. And I was just like, nah, not again. I just, it was like I flicked a switch wow. and I just did it. And then from then on, I completely learned how to deal, like how to, how to work with my nerves and not against them. Doing those shows has really helped me and I would say is one of my proudest achievements, the fact that I was able to go on them. Actually, reminds me of a little saying that uh, I think Spider actually said something about putting your, your butterflies in formation. Yeah, you know, you're, yeah. So that's fantastic that you're <laughs> able to yeah harness that energy and redirect yourself. Yeah, you've had a range of mentors throughout your life. Mm-hmm. What is the best advice you've ever been given? Um, oh, I've been given a lot of amazing advice. Probably the one that I remember the most at the moment, because probably because it's the most recent, was from Delta Goodrum. I struggled a lot on the show with comparing myself to others the whole time. And she, all she said to me was just stay in your lane. Don't worry mm. about what anyone else is doing. Stay in your lane. Just do what you do. Don't worry about there's so many amazing people in the world. You know, don't compare yourself. Trust in what you do and stay in your lane. So I really tried to use that whilst on the show. And, you know, I had moments where I would just go sit all by myself in a room. I wasn't so socialising with anyone because I just wanted to focus on myself in that moment. I was really using what she had said. Mm, great advice, really, yeah. isn't it? Are there any role models or people that actually inspired you? Ed, that is such a hard question because you can go from your teachers and your, you know, your vocal coaches and things that people that have been close to you, but then you can also branch out and say that I'm obsessed with Beyonce and I would (laughs) love to be like her and perform like her. You know, there's so many. But in terms of like shaping myself as a Mm. performer, I would say like the singing teachers and coaches and people that have helped me become who I am today, I wouldn't be the performer that I am without them. Yeah, I think that's yeah, that's the trick, isn't it? Yeah. Taking something from each person that kind of comes your way. Yeah, yeah. and you that's can that's always it. continue to learn, you know, like you never get to a stage where you're too old to learn something new and that's what I'm still discovering. So That's great. So if you had a wish come true, mm-hmm. what would your dream gig be? Oh, <laughs> 
I would have to say doing a huge Super Bowl performance. Like, I don't know if anyone saw. <laughs> you dream big. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going to go straight there. I'd want to do, I mean, I'd want to do a whole concert, but let's just start with the Super Bowl. I feel like, you know. But um, no, I don't know if anyone saw uh, J-Lo and Shakira do that performance at the Super Bowl, but yeah. I was just like mind blown. But I was also watching it and thinking, I could do that, you know, without trying to sound cocky. You know, I was watching it and going, I know that I could do that. You know, I've trained in dance. I can sing, you know, I would just love to do something like that. That's the dream, like wow. an ultimate dream. That's, that's good. Keep, keep dreaming big. Yeah, You'll she dreams there. big. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, do you have any advice you'd like to share with students who are studying the arts? So, some- Of course. My favourite advice to share, obviously, because I am a teacher. So there is so much self-judgment that comes from kids. You know, there's a lot of anxiety and I just want them to think trust in yourself. Again, it's the same thing. Stay in your own lane. Don't worry about what anybody else is doing. I am actually a firm believer that everybody has the ability to sing. Me too. Yeah, I I (laughs) totally believe that. Everybody has the ability to sing. You've just got to find the right songs or something that suits your voice. You know, if you're a low singer, then let's find you a low song. Let's look up the male versions of songs, you know, like let's work with what you have and not try to be anything else or try and sound like anyone else. Just, Just work with what you have. You know, obviously don't give up. Keep going. I'm still going. I feel like I'm getting older, but I'm still trying, you know, and I will keep trying until the end. Yeah. Look, I think that's great. And I think you're not only a great artist, but you're a great teacher as thank well. You. So look, thank you so much, Jacinta. Thank you. For being part of our podcast today. Thank you so much. It's been great to be here.